This is Movies First with Alex First. Is the central figure in this compelling documentary manipulating the director to give the best possible account of himself? That was the question I was left pondering as I exited the cinema. He had an onerous upbringing in which abuse was commonplace. What we primarily witnessed was a caring, sharing kind of guy. But then there was his other side and the impact that other side had on people who trusted him. What director Ben Lawrence recorded morphed over the time he got to know the man and document his story. In 2010, Lawrence read an article in his local paper about a bloke who'd seen his dead brother's ghost. That triggered a seven-year journey into the psyche of a ghost hunter who discovers that man's enemies are not demons, but human beings like himself. The film explores how our identities are forged from a very young age and how our ability to forget protects us as our lives unfold. Notwithstanding that, namely to survive by this ability to forget, our compulsion to remember and our desire to know the truth creates an irreconcilable war that plays out deeply in our hearts. This began as a story about a man facing grief by healing the haunted lives of others. The man is Jason King, a security guard and part-time ghost hunter, a service for which he only receives petrol money. He and a small band of followers, or should I say hangers-on, address people's disquiet at seeing apparitions in haunted homes. Soon after they meet, King presents Lawrence with a stack of hospital records from his childhood. The document charts a series of incidents from Jason's youth that he can't recall. Sensing there's more to the story, Lawrence offers to help King in his decades-long search for the only person who may hold the key to King's lost childhood, namely his father. What Lawrence uncovers and King finds out is dastardly. Now, here's a case of a documentarian who quite deliberately inserts himself into a story and changes the very face of it. Is this right or wrong? There's no one answer to that. It depends upon your perspective. In this case, I was totally comfortable with it because I dare say the tale that unfolded was far more absorbing than what was originally intended. The revelations and insights just kept coming. You're listening to Movies First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Notwithstanding my involvement, I did have a number of concerns with Ghost Hunter. Firstly, with so many names mentioned, it took me a while to work out who was who. Secondly, try as Lawrence did to get King's mother involved, that didn't happen, short of a terse response in a letter, so we don't get her take on things. Then, while King's difficult upbringing is constantly referenced, we still don't know exactly what happened to him. We're left to make assumptions. I thoroughly appreciated the -the fly-on-the-wall treatment given to the material that was available, though. I thought that worked extremely well. The picture you get is of a deeply flawed individual whose parents have a lot to answer for, but so does he. Ghost Hunter is one of the better documentaries I've seen that presents as a police cold case. It scores a a 7.5 out of 10. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.